Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And we're delighted that you're here with us on this chilly November day. Yep, winter has come to the UP. It yep. is here. It is it here. It is here. It's been snowing all week yep. lately, but... Yeah, more on the way, I guess. We'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, it is the season. Uh, so, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're here. This is the end of the church year. We're wrapping up the church year. If, for those of you that, like... Pay attention. We've been in this season after Pentecost for a long time. The 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. <laughs> right. I listen it's called to a Ordinary daily time. podcast that says that. Already. Really? Yeah. Nice. Also known as green, if you're thinking about liturgical calendar colors. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I don't know why the color of Ordinary Time is green. Maybe green is just the most ordinary color. I don't know. It's pastoral. It's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Meh. Meh. I don't know. I mean, and now we shift into... so. Uh, this coming Sunday is the last Sunday of the church year. Um, then we start the next cycle of year of the year with Advent. Um, so um, we're finishing up year C. We're beginning year A in the three-year lectionary cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and this is traditionally called Christ the King Sunday coming up. Um, we're doing a little different take on it this year. Um, we did last year too mm-hmm. um, of kind of an Indigenous Peoples Sunday kind of thinking about um, the liturgy and our our connection to God in a slightly different way and trying to, I think, kind of deconstruct and remove some of that, the, King kind the of. kingly, the, the baggage, and to try to, yeah. to reorient it in a way that's more helpful and meaningful. One of the things that I like that the Native American liturgy kind of offers is this idea of many names for God. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. something within uh, indigenous people's tradition and a descriptive nature of who of what things are, and yeah. they, it translates yeah. to the Native American version of who God is. But it is also something deeply rooted in our tradition too. Yeah. So the idea of Christ as King is one of many ways that we look at Christ and talk about God. And right. we just think back to the Old Testament, right? Yahweh and Elohai, Elohim, you know, all that right. stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Very many, many different ways to think of God and who God is in relationship to us in the way we name God. And naming is really important. And this is true. I mean, this is true in Hebrew and in Mm -hmm. in traditional Jewish um, tradition in the sense of like thinking Old Testament scripture and Mm -hmm. characters. But it's also true with indigenous communities. Yeah. Abram, Abraham. And but also that like, you know, um, father of many right, nations or whatever, that names carry connote meaning. Mm-hmm. And that one of the things that's really interesting, um, often in more indigenous communities, is that it's that it's not just a name that's said, it's what the meaning actually is. Mm-hmm. So that, like, you are known by the meaning of your name, not just your name. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and that's, that's really the powerful. Tradition. Yeah. That is the similar tradition to, you know, a people, the Israelite people who are, you know. Yeah originating many, 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 many miles away from the indigenous people of the United States. Right. So it's very interesting that that's kind of a shared connection. Shared values. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, one of the things that's interesting, so uh, this coming Sunday, the liturgy that you will get comes from a myriad of uh, indigenous communities and um, different places. Some of the communion liturgy comes from the Maori tradition, which is in New Zealand. We have scripture that comes um, that is a paraphrase or a translation that is looked at through the through a lens um, indigenous to a tribe in the U.S. So, like, there's different 
there's some different pieces of this that you'll get this Sunday if you're worshiping with us. Um, but I think just just the part of the reason we're sharing this is because this is the frame with which we are entering into the scripture today. Mm-hmm. That we're not coming at this as this is the end of the church year, Christ the King, classic whoop de doo, you know, mm-hmm. um, pomp and pomp and circumstance, yeah. big thing. Which which there is an element of. But if you actually, if we listen to the text, and we'll I'll read the we'll read the Luke text um, with the NRSV New Revised Standard Version. Um, and then also uh, the um, the First Nations version, which is uh, the indigenous translation, or unindigenous. It's not. Uh, I mean, it's not limited. I, so I'm, I'm just saying it's not like the definitive oh, translation. Sure. It's just a, sure. a translation. And indigenous. Yeah, and indigenous. I thought you said unindigenous. No, no, and and a n. So, but just wanting to that within the text, you'll see that in some ways part of the beauty of looking at the through this lens is that it allows us to return to some of the re, the orientation of Jesus as a king that is so different than any earthly king mm-hmm. and so different than how we understand monarchy imperial patriarchy and empire and mm-hmm. and so in some ways through this lens is both honoring of um the land and the heritage and um, mm-hmm. place, but also of voices and of an identity that that Christ is bigger than a Western European tradition, yeah. right? Like that there is and our there idea is more. of what a king is, and our yeah. And I think it's so. it's subversive in those ways. And I was as you were saying that I was thinking about the text that is chosen for this Sunday in general, yeah. and how it 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 in and of itself is a little bit subversive. It is because it is Jesus dying on the cross. Oh yeah, which yeah. is like quote the end, right? Right. And the end of the church here, but it's not actually the end. No, it's right? not. Yeah, you know, it's the just one more surprise to quote morning cry right <laughs> it's the that the resurrection comes and that like what we think is the end isn't the end what we think of as a king isn't really the king that christ is so there's all these right. little like yeah. multi-leveled kind of little nods to this and yeah. christ the king sunday yeah so let's dive into the text and right. um and and play with this and we may get dive into the colossians text which is the second reading for um sunday uh Oh, and just a, a little shout out. Those of you who are Jeopardy people, if you're watching, oh. Jeopardy screwed up yesterday. <gasps> oh, no. um, Hebrews was not written by Paul. So they're fact checkers, statistically speaking. Mm-hmm. Hebrews has the authorship for centuries now has been believed not to have been Paul. We don't know who exactly wrote Hebrews. Mm-hmm. But the answer that it was Paul's, um, not correct. <gasps> Romans. So there's a, there's a little bit of a debate out there. It lit up the the clergy verse <gasps> yesterday that there was oh, upsetness about this. It w- so it wasn't just you watching. It wasn't just me. Jeopardy. It wasn't just me. But like it's it's it is intriguing because it's kind of yeah. like, um, yeah, y'all scripture entering the vernacular in Je- via Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> if Alex Trebek was the leader, that would have never happened. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, facts check fact checkers. Come on. Yeah. So anyway, um, but we might get to the. Paul did probably write Colossians. That is generally believed to be the case. But anyway, we're gonna okay, we're gonna dive into we're gonna dive into Luke text. So, do you want to read okay. the NRSV version first? Yes, help me remember what verse. So we're Luke chapter twenty three verses. Um, I think we are thirty three through forty three. Yeah, okay. thirty three to forty three. All right. When they came to the place that is called the Skull, 
they crucified Jesus, there with the criminals, on one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing, and the people stood by watching. But the leaders scorned, scoffed at him and saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanging there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's the NRSV version. And the so the revised standard yeah, so, version. So here is the um the First Nations version. When they came to the place called the skull, they nailed the hands and the feet of creator sets free, Jesus to a tree pole, the cross. They did the same for the two criminals, putting one on each side of him. Father, forgive them, creator sets free, Jesus cried out. They do not know what they're doing. The soldiers divided up his garments and gambled for them by drawing straws. The people watched as the spiritual leaders mocked him. He sets others free, they said. Why can't he not set himself free if he is the creator's chosen one? The soldiers offered creator sets free, Jesus, wine mixed with bitter herbs and mocked him. If you are the great chief of the tribes, they laughed, then set yourself free. Above his head, carved above the crossbeam, were these words in three languages. This is the chief of the tribes of wrestles with creator. One of the thieves next to him spewed out angry words. If you are the chosen one, save yourself and us. Then the other thief spoke up and said, Have you no fear or respect for the great spirit? We are guilty and suffering for our own wrongdoings, but this man has done nothing wrong. The man turned to Creator, sets free, Jesus, and said to him, Honor, Honored one, remember me when you come into the power of your great road. Creator, sets free, Jesus looked at the man and said, Listen closely, before the sun sets today, you will walk with me in the beautiful garden. So yeah. a, a lot of similarity, but some difference, too, especially with phrases. Yeah, to me, when I was listening to it this time, because I, I, I had read it before, um, one of the things that jumps out to, to me is the way that things are named in a way that connects us back right? yeah. through time and history and space and especially the Old Testament, like the the wrestles. wrestles so this with is God. Jacob's new name is Israel. Yeah. So Israel being changed to wrestles with creator is yeah. Jacob wrestling with, with the angel with or with God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's so, like that connection yeah. to that. There's the um, today you will be with me in the garden, right? Yeah. When we think about connecting back to the original garden. Um, and there was a few others that aren't coming to mind right now, but that did jump out at me. Just that deep connection to this, this even the tree, the tree pole. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's not just a cross. It is a, a tree. Right. Right. And there's these, you know, the roots and the beginning of life and Oh, and choices, too. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, if we think about tree of life and mm. good and knowledge of good and evil and yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. what what does it mean to be connected to that tree? Yeah. To me, that reading just is a lot more like it hits you in different relational ways that connect back. Yeah, I really I really appreciate this this translation or paraphrase of it, because I think that for me, it also it draws us into um it takes us out of, I think, that that lens of just of of almost the you know the Mel Gibsonish picture of the Passion <laughs> of Christ, mm-hmm. and places us Do in. You mean like bloody kind of. Blood? Yeah, and also just the dramatic, the dark hill, the clouds, mm-hmm. the you know that there's nothing around, right? And mm-hmm. this places it back into the context of a bigger story, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, once again, we see trees, we see people, we see garden. Like that the imagery is not just one of despair, but one that is bound to, you know, wrestling at the at the Jabbok River and is yeah. bound to all these other pieces of story. Um, Ancestry. Yeah. And that, to me, that's that's beautiful, because in some ways, then it makes it. It's still a painful scene, mm-hmm. but it also it turns it in some ways, it turns it, which which I think this passage does an excellent job at doing is that it turns it into a bigger narrative than than just the moment. Mm-hmm. Because even Jesus saying, you know, I mean, truly you'll be with me in the, I mean, in this way, like the, be with me in paradise, but you will walk with me in the beautiful garden. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus has basically said that, preached this all along. And then in the end, mm-hmm. right, in this moment of what most most people would say is a time of judgment where the bad shall be punished and the good shall be rewarded. Jesus turns to the one who says, mm-hmm. you know, take me, remember I want to be, me. remember me. And Jesus says, you'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's, that this this arc of story is, is complete. I mean, it's not totally complete because we don't have resurrection yet and mm-hmm. the defeat of death necessarily, but like, but we're getting there. Yeah. And to me that also, that says that, that kingdom or kingship or, um, lordship or however whatever language we want to use of jesus is bigger even is cosmic you know in some ways Mm -hmm. because the narrative the story is so much bigger than just Mm -hmm. 33 years of christ yeah and even the creator sets free goes way back to the israelites being freed from egypt right right you know which is powerful to think that like Mm -hmm. that this is the this is the incarnation of creator sets free yeah and the great spirit, that was the other one. Yeah, great spirit. You know, then it was like the imagery of like the connection between God and the Holy Spirit at work in this moment. So, yeah. yeah. And also the chief of tribes, like thinking of the like being the 12 tribes of Israel. Right. But yeah. also, so like the, there's a leadership thing, there's a wisdom thing that comes with that. There's mm-hmm. also, but then there's also this, the, the sets free and like, which is really interesting because, you know, in the past it was sets free from captivity. Mm-hmm. And what does Jesus set us free from? Well, captivity to sin, but also Jesus sets us free from the power of death. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And in some ways, from the power of despair, from the power of hopelessness, from the power of mm-hmm. um, all and of that. And so from, that's from the power of who we have pegged ourselves as in this text, right? Yeah. When we think about the thieves, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thieves and that it is creator sets free and the final line being truly you will be with me in paradise or in the, in the garden, right? You will walk with me in the garden. Yeah. Right. It's, it's naming this thing that the things that have defined us in this world, right? Thief, 
you know, crucified, you know, all mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. that they they're set free in the they beyond are. and they're not going to have bearing upon you. Yeah, which in some ways, you know, I mean, I think that as much as we we all like and especially I think as Lutherans, we like to be like we know we're sinner and saint, we need the grace. Mm-hmm. I think just the human condition makes us want to think that we're better than we are and that that we're good people, mm-hmm. which, you know, generally speaking we try to be. Yeah. <laughs> but that like but that that bears into this. Yeah. And in many ways that's not because in Jesus in in this moment what it is is it's this great connection to the fact that no it any state that we are in we are still beloved children of God and there is still space for us in freedom. Right? Yeah. Like that it's it's bigger than in some ways this is the ultimate ultimate like it's not about what you do mm-hmm. as much as who you are and yeah and, and your and your faith you and a return to who mm-hmm. you are right in a faithful way but um i don't know like that's to me that's that's one of the one of the beauties of this this passage is that it's mm-hmm. dare i say it's universalist almost like in mm-hmm. i mean in in a notion of of grace um I'm, I'm not going to go like, that that far, but like yeah, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty widespread. Kind of transcendental, maybe. Like it, it. What I'm trying to say is like it is like beyond, you know, right? Yeah, it's transcendent, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, that it is above and beyond, in some ways, above and beyond human, mm-hmm. right? I mean, which is it is it's divine, mm-hmm. and I think that that's one of the things that is really powerful about thinking about Christ the King but also thinking about it through the lens of like creator sets free mm-hmm. is that, um, which would be great to be like, it's creator sets free Sunday. Um, but like, <laughs> but like that, that, that lordship is nothing like we would ever expect humanity to do for us. Right. Mm. Un- like unpack that a little bit. So like, you know, we always yearn for our leaders to, Help us be wealthier, help us be healthier, help us be more educated, help us feel better about ourselves, yeah. help us Life, understand liberty and the pursuit of right. happiness. Like all of those pieces. <laughs> and we and we, you know, to be fair, sometimes we went and we want the others to get their comeuppance because they deserve it or whatnot. Like yeah. we want that. And here is Creator Sets Free saying, You're just saying, Remember me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But I'm not gonna say, like, you're gonna get to walk in the garden with me. Mm-hmm. It's not only that I'll remember you, it's that you will be with me. Yeah, but it also doesn't, there isn't a value judgment on the person's behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's entirely about that the king, King Jesus sees us and says, you are always welcome in my garden. Mm-hmm. It is that, um, yes, and so much more. Right, and it's right? and it's not, and this doesn't mean wealth, this doesn't mean property this doesn't mean blah 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 mm-hmm. right um it means freedom in a way that you have never fully experienced right yeah it's freedom from anything that is chaining you or holding you mm-hmm. you know and freedom to be freedom to be the created child of god that you are mm-hmm. right to yeah 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 i i i like the idea of like the like I was saying the yes and so much more in the sense of Christ the King yes and so much more who he is 
Um, yeah. And I was just thinking too, um, you know, <laughs> we tend to get so petty in our kind of like ideas of what we call Jesus and God and he and like especially the pronouns, right? I was actually just thinking about pronouns with this. Yeah. And this is a great passage to argue that Jesus would honor they, them, any pronoun. Yeah. That like it's it's that you are welcome. Because it's so expansive. Yeah. It's and the expansive broader than our own categories. The expansiveness of it makes it richer. It makes it better. It doesn't it it makes it so much more, you know? Yeah, it does not and I think that that's part of the that it expands the imagination, but it also it, it it's it's not just imagination, it's it's expansive love. Mm-hmm. It's that the kingdom of God has space. Yeah. And an honoring. And an honoring. Those right. The creator sets free is a, is essentially um naming that Jesus Jesus frees us all to be honored. Yeah. Right. I mean in it's some ways, right? It's a name that transcends human limitations. limitations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creator sets free. Mm-hmm. That we are set free. Mm-hmm. Um free from the bounds. The boundaries of gender language <laughs> the language the, mm-hmm. the structures we place on ourselves mm-hmm. and i'm not saying i mean like you who are, however whoever is listening you may have your own conversations and pieces of that that you struggle with or are, are navigating but i think that in this passage it's a really it's powerful to think about mm-hmm. um that god's understanding of kingdom and by kingdom i mean us being part of a realm or part of create the cosmos in the sense that where where God is the ultimate power over our lives, mm-hmm. not any structures that we have made. And that creator sets us free is that ultimate Lord, that mm-hmm. ultimate leader. And that in that freedom, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all these structures we build, um, yeah. they, they, the they, they don't hold the same thing, weight. Yeah. The identity things we build for ourselves saying, I am this or I am that. Or like right. I was reading something the other day that was like, Stop asking kids who they want to be when they grow up and assuming that that means like a job or a profession. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's asking, so limiting. And being right? like, who are you right now? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, which is actually a much better question. Like, yeah. What? Well, yeah. Because I, yeah, it's not what we want to be with growing up assumes that that then defines us. And then if we don't or we do, that that continues to define us. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that, no, who we are is already, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the, one of the things that I love, I actually kind of love, I can, I kind of wish, I mean, we do it on Ash Wednesday, right? Like beloved child of God from dust, you have come to dust. You, we've added kind of the beloved child of God piece. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, if a child comes up and doesn't receive communion or an adult comes up and doesn't receive communion, it's so-and-so beloved child of God, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you this day and all days. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, and I and say a version of yeah, that too. And yeah, and like, and it's that, it's that, it's that remembering that that is our claim, mm-hmm. and that that, and I think that like in some ways, to me, that's one of the things I love about this congregation. But it's also one of the things that I think is really powerful about Jesus is that in some ways that's exactly what he's saying. Yeah, right. He's like, I'm, I'm, and, c- come walk the garden with yeah, me, right? Like, and that it's remarkable that. That's the message that Jesus gives whilst he is being crucified. Which is mind-boggling because most of us would, I mean, 
Mm. Think about the pre- like pressures and how we, you know, we all aspire to that under the greatest uh, greatest weight of the world, we would actually act the way that we desire to ethically, morally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And here Jesus is, he's walking the walk and talking the talk even in the end mm-hmm. in relationship to his named identity, creator sets free, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. that, that even in that moment, like he's, he's set women free. He set people free from disease. He set people free from themselves. He set his disciples free from expectations of careers. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's all these different pieces that have been, fr- that freedom has been shown. And here he is even on the cross when he is, he is bound mm-hmm. in a way that is horrific. Mm-hmm. He's still setting free, yeah. even though he is now, physically nailed nailed to to the cross. A, to the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's nailed to the, fr- is, this is really interesting. Like thinking about the imagery in this text, mm-hmm. he is nailed to the image of free will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He is yeah. nailed to the image of choice and it, he's bound to bound to human yeah. choice. And yet he continues to choose. Yeah. And which, to the oh, image of choice amazing. and the desire and that desire that we have to be like God, right? Absolutely. To trap God, right? To and contain. To use yeah. God for our own means. And God is upon that being set free and setting us free from ourselves. Amen. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's a powerful image. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to go. Okay. With text on. We'll look forward to hearing it on Sunday, end. but it's it's interesting. Like I, yeah. It's what's it's interesting. I just kind of wrapping my my thoughts up here is that it's really powerful thinking about that throughout the church year we actually try to articulate through stories who Jesus is mm-hmm. and how Jesus impacts us, our faith, our lives. Right, like mm-hmm. the intersectionality of all of those pieces. Mm-hmm. Um. But we really only have one day of the year, I mean, other than maybe Holy Week, when we kind of wrestle with some of this of who Christ is in that really profound way of death and resurrection. Yeah, in the moment of crucifixion. Right. But it is really this coming Sunday that we we stop and actually ask the question, wait a second, who was Jesus again? Mm-hmm. Right? And who are we in relationship to that? Right, which in some ways is actually a beautiful entrance into Advent. Mm-hmm. Because if God really is coming into the world through Christ, mm-hmm. how does that utterly transform each and every one of us based on our relationship with the world and yeah. with God? What does it right? mean for God to be embodied in that way? Yeah, so in mm-hmm. some ways, as we wrestle with like creator sets free on a cross, mm-hmm. it leads us up to ask that question about creator sets free in a barn. Mm-hmm. creator sets free in my own life. Mm-hmm. What does that actually mean for Jesus to mm-hmm. have power in my life? What do I have to set aside for that power to exist? What do I have to um, wrestle with? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, in some ways it's, it's actually kind of beautiful to think about like, this is the chief of the tribes of wrestles with creator, meaning this is the one who actually is even, more is the leader of those who have already wrestled and continue to wrestle with God. Mm-hmm. Right. That we get to, 
Yeah, and wrestling with who we are. Yeah, Yeah. right? I think that's such a huge part of it, and especially the criminals, right? The thieves, right? Wrestling with who they are and these names that they've put upon themselves and that society has put upon them. Right. Most of us, when yeah, it's Mm -hmm. those those inflection points of morality, of question of identity, Mm -hmm. that are the hardest to deal with in Mm -hmm. relationship with faith, with life. You can bring in your journey into that Inside Man show. Yeah, powerful. (laughs) So like a big morality play. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting (laughs) plot, uh, better acting, but like um, just, yeah, I was talking with Molly the other day. Stanley Tucci, David Tennant. Stanley Tucci, David Tennant. Um, Yeah, so great acting, Mm -hmm. um, but really interesting morality play. But it, it raises the question of who are we and how do we actually... How do we actually deal with who we are? Mm-hmm. What what does that mean? Um, so so yeah. So this is a Sunday that we get to kind of wrestle with some of those questions, but also to name the fact that Jesus, Creator, sets free is a is a huge piece of that. And how do we name that and let that in yeah. into our lives? So yeah. Yeah. so cool. Anyway, awesome. All right. Well, um, see where I go on Sunday. But thanks for thanks for being with us today. Um, and uh, yeah. Enjoy this last week of the church year. Yeah, celebrate you know, the mean, end of the year with Christ's death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and snow, and whatever else there is that is is worth celebrating in your lives. But um, but thanks for being with us today. You've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. Be well, friends. <laughs>